Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the Cotton Club crew. This is episode 11 of our main show. We are back after kind of an off-season hiatus of sorts. If you missed us last, we were talking to each of the newcomers in the Big 12. You should still go listen to those episodes. It's great content to get yourself ready for the new Big 12 season. Um, You know, we actually have a few more newcomers since the last time heading into 2024. So likely next year, we can do the same exercise again. We got another group to go find and talk to. So that'll be a lot of fun. But if you haven't listened to that original grouping of the teams that are already in the Big 12, Uh, go give a listen. You'll get a better feel for them, where their fan expectations are, where they actually think they belong. Today, though, we're going to start diving into Texas Tech as part of our preview of the year. We're going to start on the defensive side of the ball. It's a side of the ball that's kind of interesting. There's a lot of age, a lot of maturity, a lot of depth, but there are question marks. You know, you lost a huge playmaker in Tyree Wilson. How are you going to replace his presence? He was such a game changer. And how does the defense get better overall as we look to build on last year's success, especially that late run of wins, to become bowl eligible and knock off Ole Miss. Now, we're going to start with the Tyree Wilson of it all and look at the defensive line right now. Defensive line is a question mark for some because you lose a guy like Tyree Wilson. Obviously, the expectation is a step back, but not for Coach McGuire. Coach McGuire is saying that he thinks this line is going to be better than they were last year. And we talked about this in our roundtable a bit, but I think it's a good place to get some more thoughts on. So let's open it up there. Jack, what is Coach McGuire talking about when he's referring to that he thinks this line is better than last year's? I think when you... Listen to Coach McGuire's comments. You can just tell that he's excited that, you know, maybe some of the younger guys got, uh, you know, an off season or got a full season and kind of got to watch and, you know, kind of learn from Tyree Wilson, I would say. Uh, you know, you got some of these younger cats that are lining up on the outside. I mean, sometimes they're listed on the DL. Sometimes they're listed as outside linebackers. You know, you got some serious edge speed with this you know, with this roster and, and some depth, um, you know, me personally, when I answered that, I said, you know, it's, it's kind of something I'm going to need to see to believe that the line would take a step forward. Um, listen, everyone knows what we have in the middle. The middle is, the middle is locked tight, uh, you know, barring catastrophic injury, 
you know, you have you, you have your two big men up front and uh, Jalen Hutchings and Tony Bradford. And, you know, like the guys that are Texas Tech football, those guys are the brand, you know. And so you, you have that in the center and, you, and you know, you have some you have some other help in there. Um, you know, I, I'm really looking at, you know, some some people, you know, some some younger guys. Honestly, I I, I was I remember, uh, you know, hearing uh, McAlpine a lot last year. Uh, you know, I, I think that he's that he could be poised to you know kind of get some serious run. Um, I think that uh, possibly Amarian Banks in there as well to get some run. Uh, you know, when Hutchings and uh, Bradford aren't on the field when they need their breather, because you know even they are human. Um, but you know what you're going to get in the middle. You got some you got some serious talent, and you have some serious edge speed. And I think that I'm really interested to kind of see what they do in the absence of Tyree Wilson. You know, you, you had a lot of, you know, blitz, but you 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 had Tyree Wilson as, you know, just like an edge guy. Um, I'm really interested to see uh, what they do on defense in terms of, you know, kind of stunning with the linebackers. You know, if you get some more edge rush from the outside linebackers, if, the, if they're going to blitz more. Um, you know, if you, if you have some kind of, you know, I don't even know the words to describe, you know, some, some sort of fake blitzes on one side and then kind of disguise it on one side and then come hard off the other edge. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm super interested because to me more than anything, I think because they can't key on one guy, opposing teams can't key on one guy like they did with Tyree Wilson. I think it opens up to a lot more playmaking ability uh on this line and i you know for me the more i think about it, i'm just super excited to watch it you know the guy the staff has talked a pretty good amount about and actually i've, I've seen you know outside kind of draft guys pick this up as a guy out of syracuse steve linton um the thing i like about him the most is you know you can't fake measurables because there's a lot of hype around him. there's a lot of questions about how he was used at Syracuse versus how he's going to be used at Tech and this being a better fit for him and all that. All that sounds great, but he's just got great measurables, great size, great speed. And those are things that, you know, when Tyree came to Texas Tech, he was in a similar boat. You know, he was a guy that maybe A&M just wasn't the best fit, but he was just pure athletic talent and size and speed and explosiveness. And they kind of developed him into a pass rusher. And the crazy thing I think about his career down the line, and I think we've talked about this before, is... He's still not the most polished pass rusher, but he got good enough to start really having enough technique to match his size and his his length and, and really take advantage of it. You know, so you've got a transfer that, that's coming in that they're really counting on to kind of bolster the edge. And that's kind of why Coach McGuire feel, felt comfortable saying it. Because, you know, look, like, uh, Hutchinson and Bradford are great in the middle, and they will be absolute walls. But true pass rush pressure almost always comes off the edge. It just... Uh, it just is how it works. You know, being able to generate pressure up the middle is fantastic, and that's a great thing. But teams can really wall up the middle, and especially in modern football where you're playing to the edge so much. You know, you know, you don't see uh, a, a ton of quarterbacks who aren't very mobile anymore. These guys can move, so you need real speed coming off the edge to corral them, keep them contained. So I, I love that terrible twosome in the middle. They will get their sacks. That is going to make it harder on defense, but you got to pair them with a great edge rusher. And that's who we're looking at to kind of do it. You know, that that's the guy 
that they're 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 hoping um, to really be able to, to to take on that job. Now, is Coach McGuire really being that? You know, uh, 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 is he really being that? Um, I guess, is he just overhyping his team? Is he just being confident? What's the story there? I mean, of course he is, right? Like, he, he's never going to stand up there at media day and say, oh, we lost this guy, we're taking a step back. Of course you're not. You know, that, that it, it, it's absolutely absurd for people to expect him to honestly say, I think we got worse at any position group. So, you know, the reaction to those comments he was making um, were completely blown out of proportion by folks who were watching. Because, number one, he could be right. This is, you know, we've got a lot of depth here. You brought in key transfers. But most importantly, what did you think he was going to say? Ah, we're screwed? Or, ah, we'll just be all right? You know, no, of course not. You're going to be confident in your team. And he's the kind of guy who really knows what fires up his team. And if he thinks that comment needed to be said, then it needed to be said. And that that's all I care about. Um, you know, and... I, I thought it was, a, you know, it, it is not necessarily comforting to the fans to hear that because it, it's, it is a little bit kind of a, um, not tongue-in-cheek, but it is, it's obviously an exaggeration. Unless Steve Linton is actually as good as everybody thinks he could be, you know, if he is even 85 90% of Tyree Wilson's production, then you might be right. But it's mostly just a little like, hey, we're going to be okay here. You know, we're not going to suddenly be unable to generate pass rush pressure because we've had tech teams that couldn't do it. A few years ago, in fact, we could not generate any organic pressure. And now you've got great pressure coming up the middle, pair it with a guy that they're really excited about to see play on the edge. And I think that, you know, long term for this season, you're going to, you know, I like our secondary. We'll talk about it here in a minute. But you're still, you know, what made Tech's defense take the step forward it did was the true ability to get sacks, get pressure. So it's critical that that, that group doesn't fall off. Now, Joe, that's kind of segue to where we, we're going to start moving our way towards the back end. But we got to talk about the linebackers first. It is a group that I'm not saying there's a question mark there because there's experience, but a little bit of an unknown commodity. You know, of all the defensive position groups, this is one that maybe is a little less unfamiliar to the fans. Let's talk about it. What are we seeing from the linebacker group this year? How should we be feeling? Who's the? What are the names to look for out of this group? Yeah, this is going to be the biggest, like, I guess, question mark going into the season. And this was, you know, rightfully so, you know, losing – some of the key contributors that you had last year in the linebacking core, and then having to go back and kind of revamp that, revamp that, um, that line back there, as far as the linebackers are concerned. Um, they're moving Josiah Pierre from outside into the middle linebacker position. And he's going to take over for, I, I just lost his name at the, <laughs> as I was saying that, um, but you know, first year at middle linebacker there, and then we're going to also have, you know, some guys that are coming back. Jacob Rodriguez, the Bryce Ramirez of the world. Isaac Smith, who kind of got a little bit of that playing time last year, you know, as Tyree went down, was a name that you started seeing, you know, generate pressure off the edge there, either in the, in the outside linebacker position and or that edge rusher position. Um, Steve Linton, I believe, is, is one of those flex kind of guys. And I don't remember if at a dire or at – Added Deary, or how I don't remember exactly how his last name is said. They'll be kind of moving him around. Tyreek Matthews, a, a super senior, if I'm not mistaken, who's been with the 
tech for a very long time, you know, just paying his dues, waiting his way. And I think he's going to be able to make some noise this year. Um, he, these guys all have speed and, you know, these, you know, as you were just saying a while ago, you know, with the, the speed that some of these quarterbacks are bringing to the conference and the games, the big 12 games that matter, you know, these RPOs, you got to have a guy who's going to be able to move sideline to sideline. So, I mean, there's, I guess there's a lot of question marks there. I mean, you do definitely have people that are coming in that do have football experience and on the Big 12 level and things like that. But, I mean, for me, Josiah Pierre is, is going to be holding down that mic, and I think he's more than capable to handle that. I believe McGuire and DeRuder have both given him the, the, the boat of confidence to be the first guy to have a crack at it, but I think he's going to solidify it. I mean, he has all the skill set in the world. He's a sideline-to-sideline guy. Um, Jacob Rodriguez, we all kind of know what he brings to the table. He's a good player. Bryce Ramirez, you know, had he had not got injured, you know, what McGuire has, you know, publicly said out there that, you know, Tyree Wilson could have had three to four more sacks last year. And if you think about the numbers that Tyree Wilson put up, up until his injury, could you imagine three or four more sacks added to his kind of stat line? He he is in phenomenal shape. I could say that I I have seen a majority of these players live in a couple practices that I was invited to watch. Isaac Smith, Tyreek Matthews, Josiah Pierre, Bryce Ramirez, all these guys, they're doing what needs to be done in the weight room, and these guys are going to be running around flying and making some tackles. So I just expect, you know, some of those names to be on the field quite a bit for DeRuder. Um, I'm not exactly sure if we're going to see any younger guys kind of crack that linebacker core right there of those guys that I just said. But just just plan on seeing our linebackers going sideline to sideline this year. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, of a group that has a lot of question marks, it is kind of a... a a theme with this tech team is it's not like there isn't talent and that that's a distinction that has, you know, maybe doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's important to say because there have been times when there just haven't been guys on the defense you could count on, you know, there just haven't been, there hasn't been enough talent. Now tech has been very strong at linebacker over the last several seasons, had a couple NFL guys, um, had some real uh, long-term starters fill those roles this year. You're kind of without that, but there's plenty of talent. I think it's a deep group um, deeper than it's been in the past, a, a little thin in experience admittedly, but I, I, I feel like what I want the linebackers to do more than anything else is just minimize uh, the, the the big picture mistakes, right? Like I think last year we saw it a few times where you had guys just kind of running wide open out of the backfield against Tech on occasion. You know, minimizing stuff like that is is just all I ask for from a linebacking group like this. So that you know is going to have if depending how you categorize Steve Linton could have some incredible plays. Josiah Pierre is a great football player. You know, I'm really excited to see Bryson Ramirez back. Devastating injury last year you know that's gonna be a hell of a comeback story when he starts making plays I I think that they're gonna be fine I just that's my biggest ask is just if you don't do the big stupid backbreaking things that often this defense is good enough to pick you up you know like you're gonna make a, a, a pretty untested linebacker group is probably gonna make some mistakes 
You know, there's going to be busts. But if you minimize it on the back end and keep it as, as in front of you as you can, all right. Because here's the, the it's the bright side of having such a great core defensive line in the middle is it's harder for teams to run right at you. And it, it, it forces teams to get a little bit more creative with their schemes because they can't, they're not going to be able to just clear out that middle and leave you exposed more often than not. So you're going to have help against the run game in that regard. And, you know, you're going to have help in the secondary with a much older experienced secondary than we've had in a while. Um, you know, that group continues to get better. And you've got a defensive coordinator in Tim DeRuiter who really has a ton of experience um, working with defenses. You know, he is the most experienced coach on staff, I think, without a doubt. And he's going to be the best judge of who can do what. And, you know, I, I mean, it, it's early returns, but I thought the defense looked better last year. And, and that a lot of what they did wrong was just kind of the, the, the little thing goes wrong and they'd give up the huge play. You know, they, it, it was that kind of thing. If you minimize that in this year, too, as a group, I think you're going to be fine. And there'll be some great, exciting plays. There's going to be some hits from this group coming downhill. They're talented. They're athletic. I'm excited to see what happens with them. It is the biggest question mark on your defense, and that that can't be understated. You know, you look overall, where you're looking for weaknesses of this Tech football team. What could go wrong, besides the general just injury health that's bit you in the ass the last several years, it's this group not being up to snuff could really hurt you. But I, I'm confident in the scheme being able to protect them. I'm confident in the help they're going to get from the defensive line and run support. I'm confident in Tim DeRuiter keeping these guys motivated and uh, coaching them up. And I'm confident that these kids can play. You know, these are talented guys, very athletic. And I think that, you know, last year I had the same concerns. You know, we were a thin group last year at linebacker, especially after Ramirez went down. And while, again, they weren't phenomenal, they were good. They were fine. And that's that's what you need as as you continue to build up a reputation and on for your defense as a program, you just can't afford step backwards. Just be keep the play at the level it needs to be at, and then start working on cleaning up some of the bigger mistakes. And that's that's what I'm hoping to see. Um, you know, I, I think that overall as the defense, that's the theme this year. Is last year you took care of a lot of the issues we saw in the past, lack of pass rush, lack of aggressiveness, um, guys couldn't cover one on one, things of that nature that we saw happening all the time in previous iterations started to get cleaned up a bit. Now this year we work on the other stuff. Uh, a, a lot of assignment busts last year cost you touchdowns. Um, you know, being in the right t- place at the right time, having the feel for the game, these higher level things that you're trying to grow your program into. And this linebacker group is a, a great test case for it you know how are they going to develop how is Ramirez going to come back a lot of questions but there's a lot of talent and I think that they'll be all right long term now Jack we're going to shift the discussion to the back end let's talk about the secondary this is a group that's got some players come back it's got some um, newer faces but it, it is a group that I think a lot of tech fans feel a lot more confident about than they have maybe in previous years let's talk about the leaders of this defense who who's going to steal the show and out of this secondary? Who's going to be the guy that we look at to? Well, I don't think you have to look far, and, and, and it's and it's rabbit. I mean, you got to go with you got to go with Dadrian Taylor Demerson. I mean, a coming out party last year, truly, um, you know, for the super for the now super senior, and I just he was so integral to everything Tech did on the on the defense last year. It seemed like he was everywhere. You know, um, I think now, especially with Reggie Pearson having transferred to Oklahoma, that I I just think that 
it's even going to be more magnified on him. I I think that he's going to have to pick up even more slack, but I'm pretty confident he can do it. You know, um, we've had, you know, this is like you mentioned, Mike. I, I, this is probably the most confident I've been in a in a defensive back room in quite some time in Lubbock, and um, it just comes with experience. Uh, you know, you have Rashad Williams. Uh, still uh, on one corner. You could have Rayshad Williams on one corner. You know, you have um, that experience on the other side with Malik Dunlap. You have this budding group of new, new, fresh new faces. I mean, you got some serious speed and some serious talent with some of these guys, some of these young guys even, you know, these redshirt freshmen and people like, you know, Marion Horn and Landon Hullaby. And, you know, you also have guys that are experienced with speed. You know, you have Daydream Taylor Davidson, like I mentioned. You know, you have the super seniors on the corners. And, you know, you have guys like Tyler Owens who's going to get some run. Um, you know, Nate Floyd is another guy that comes to mind. Uh, you, you know, you also have other, you know, inexperienced guys kind of, but are very promising futures. Uh, you know, you know some of that Cedar Hill crew. um Jalen Peoples, uh, it's just it's a super exciting time. I think to be looking at this DB room, not only because of the experience and uh, you know the just the overall talent, but I think that it's really integral. And I'm really big on you know the younger guys learning from the older guys, and I really don't think that you, you could have better guys to to learn from than, than, you know, people like rabbit or, uh, Rayshad Williams or Malik Dunlap guys that have been around for a while. And, uh, I just really think that this is probably the strongest this group has been in quite some time. And it's just really exciting to see even and, and I can confidently say, that even with the loss of Reggie Pearson, I mean, is that going to be a hole to fill? Yeah. Are we going to miss him? I mean, let's be real. Yeah, you're, we're going to miss Reggie Pearson. But at the same time, I, I feel like there's ample amounts of opportunities for these guys to step up and fill that void. And, you know, who better to lead that defensive, uh, that DB core than, you know, Rabbit? I, I just think that he's going to be a huge star. I think he's going to have an even bigger season this year than he did last year. And that's, and that's saying something. Joe, I'm going to go to you next with this uh, a little bit of a tweak on the question. This group is, uh, you know, we mentioned a few times. It, it, it's it's been a while since we've had kind of a few years in a row where we all feel okay or good outright about the, the secondary. This is another one, but let, let's really dial in. What do you expect to see from this secondary this year? Or you know, we talked a lot about Take Three University last year and and. I'm not saying we didn't see any turnovers, but there were certainly maybe less than we would have liked at times. What's your is, is that an angle in which you see improvement? Where's the what are the areas of big improvement you're looking for out of this group heading into this year? Well, I mean, just like anything else in a, in year two, right? You're just wanting another step forward. Obviously, year one was a great year with Deruder in this defense, and you know Texas Tech's defense in a whole. You know, so year two, you just want to build on what you've already started. Obviously, you know, kind of going back to like, you know, filling the Tyree Wilson shoes, I think filling Reggie Pearson's shoes are a little bit easier to fill as opposed to Tyree Wilson. No, no disrespect to Reggie Pearson because he was a hell of a ball player. 
just, you know, he didn't fit exactly what we were looking for over here, you know, no harm, no foul kind of deal. So I just see our secondary just building on exactly what they were last year. The amount of seniors presence that we have back there and then the, the, the youth movement that we have right there behind them, you know, we're going to have some players there. I mean, and, and Jack, you, we, you, I think you skipped one guy out. I don't remember if he's necessarily, uh, if the star position is necessarily defensive back, if it's a nickel, if it's a linebacker, you know, that's kind of one of those positions that's like a, a hybrid role, but that CJ Baskerville, um, is looking great by all accounts in practice. And he's going to be another one of those older, older players that has, has big time power five experience. That's just going to help everybody on that back end. I do expect turnovers to, to go up as, you know, just because of the simple fact that, you know, with the defensive line being able to pressure a little bit more, hopefully speaking, you know, because we have all the talent to do so. You know, that we may get a tip ball. We may get a pass that is thrown way too fast and our guy just undercuts it and, you know, picks it off. You know, I, I think we have all the makings um, for a, a jump on the secondary side moving forward. And I, it's just going to get better. And we still are, are waiting the um, the response from the NCAA to see if A.J. McCarty is going to even be available to transfer from Baylor. And if that guy gets added to the party, then look out. We're going to have such a experienced secondary that, you know, even if somebody happened to go down, then we just have that full next on the next man up mentality. And we have guys who have been here, have been in the system that are where they need to be speed, white speed, weight, everything scheme wise that, you know, that they can come be plugged in and be ready to play some ball. So I expect some huge things from the secondary, and I do expect some of those turnovers to increase on the back end for us this year. Yeah, I mean, turnovers are, you know, as much as coaches preach to it, turnovers are really a reflection of probably two things. First and foremost, it's primarily luck, right? No turnover happens, or very few turnovers happen, without the other side making a mistake. But the second part's just as important, which is being where you're supposed to be to make a play. And, you know, and that that's something that comes with instinct for the game, continue to develop. And, you know, in year two of any defense, you'd like to see a team that has a better feel for the scheme and where they're supposed to be to make a play. Um, you know, that means, you know, if you're if you're the quarterback's blind spot in a coverage, you, you know, and he floats one over the middle, you're there to make the play. You're not a step too slow. And that, that's how you get some of that um, turnover juice going. And for any secondary in, in year two, like you said, like you're just you're just looking to get better. You know, we, we all want this group to get better because even though I think the defense was a good deal improved, there were moments that weren't great. Games that weren't particularly fun to watch. You know, Baylor's a good example of this. They just got killed on the edge. And as much as that is the fault of the defensive line or maybe schematic, the, the secondary got bullied in that game. They could not help get to the edge. They were constantly out of position. They were step slow. Things like that, that's what you want to clean up. Um, losing Reggie Pearson is a blow. Make make no mistake about that. He was a guy you're hoping to see. 
But you've got great players, and you've got depth. Now, I think overall for this defense, you're not necessarily three lines deep, but you're getting closer in this secondary being truly two lines deep. And that that's big, because late in fourth quarters, being able just to spell guys for a couple of snaps, let them catch their breath, get them back out there, and not really be scared someone's going to get taken advantage of is huge. Um, you're going to be in some wars, especially during the summer. you got Oregon coming into town. These are going to be tough games early in the year when your, your mental uh, – your both your your mental preparation and your body's going to be tested by this heat. Uh, I don't think it's supposed to cool off anytime soon. So the, those are going to be moments where the depth of this team's going to get tested the most. And I think this secondary is up to the challenge. It's the first time in a long time that I'm really starting to come around to a tech secondary being you know a strength of this team. And I think that that's kind of what's being built back there. Tim DeRuiter's done a great job recruiting to it, retaining players, bringing in transfers. Um, I just saw a few minutes ago uh, the defensive back coach talking about the. Uh, um, transfer to Fresno State, making a huge impact and being uh, somebody who's really impressing the staff. You know, he's a guy, you bring him in, he's just true depth, right? You know, you're not bringing him in to start, but the fact that he's making a name for himself, despite that fact, speaks to how good this defense could be. You know, it's going to be led by the defensive line, it's going to be led by the secondary, and the linebacking group's a bit of a question mark. But that's, you know, it's far better than we've been in years past. I thought last year we came in feeling okay about the defense. I feel like this year we're coming in feeling pretty good about the defense. And you come into uh, the the first year of the new Big 12, it's important to start shaking off your old reputation. And Tech has not yet shed that kind of no defense mentality that plagued them throughout the Air Raid era. So, you know, it it is exciting to see Coach McGuire kind of get away from that and start building a truly well-rounded, complementary football team. Now we're gonna we're gonna close this one out shortly, but I do want to ask one more question. We'll have the offensive preview next, and then we're gonna start diving into schedule and Big Twelve expectations and and all the that fun stuff as we start to near ever so slowly closer to what the kickoff against Wyoming. By the way, that game's on CBS. That's kind of an odd one to have the uh, for Tech to be playing its opener on. Go figure. Something to look out for and on September second. Uh, but before. I close on the defensive end. I'm just going to ask you guys just general big picture here. Big 12 is growing this year. You don't play everybody anymore. Kind of unfortunate, but you play most teams. So you get a pretty good feel for where you stack up as a unit. What's, what's just give an expectations look for just this unit. Where does this defense fall in the big 12 hierarchy? Jack, I'll let you answer that first. You know, not having, looked at everyone you know like you said it's growing um you know that you're going to get solid defense from your usual uh from your usual people uh you know baylor is a well-coached team uh you know texas has the talent you don't know about the coaching or if they're going to put it to any good use um you know tcu kind of made their money that way last year at times, but you know, they lost a lot of people to the draft. Um, you know, if I had to put a number on it, um, I, I would probably say around fourth ish. Um, you know, it seems like your typical contenders are always there. Uh, you know, you can throw in K State also, um, just well coached teams. Uh, but I feel like it's safe to say that this team should, with all the talent and the right scheme and, you know, with with the 
amount of depth and experience on this team, I don't think it's so far off to say that this team should be defensively in the top four in this conference. Joe, I'll let you take it next. What's your confidence level? Where do they fall? Uh, my, my, my confidence level is super high just because I've seen the practices. I've seen some of these guys in person. I've seen, I've seen the product, you know, obviously in practices, you know, way different than in a game situation, but you know, these guys are hungry. They're ready to show the world what, what Texas tech's all about. So my confidence level is at a 9.9 with this defensive group right now, just based on everything that I've seen and read about this defense. And as far as where we would stack up, you know, kind of like piggybacking off a of Jack, not knowing exactly where everybody else is going to fall or bring back, you know, I'm not a hundred percent, you know, that we talk to the newcomers and things like that, but you know, a lot of, a lot of them are in rebuild, you know, or at least, you know, they're having a lot to, um, to put back out there. That's a little bit newer to the game, you know, and moving over to the big 12 could cause some issues for some of those teams. So having said that, um, I'm on, I'm on with Jack. If it's, if it's anywhere below four, I would say it was kind of just another subpar defense a year, but I know what we have on the field. I truly believe that we could be, you know, just depending on how some of these dominoes fall anywhere between one and four, and the Big 12 standings as far as defensive um, statistics go. Yeah, I I, I think th- my big theme with, with Tech in general under Coach McGuire is if you have a ton of length, a ton of size, a ton of athleticism, do those guys necessarily have all the stars next to their name? Of course not. Those guys are still coming in as the recruiting classes grow. But I'm not worried about it. I think this is one of the better defenses in the Big 12. They are probably, you know, in my very biased opinion, the most athletic defense in the Big 12 and one that's really going to surprise people. Um, are you going to be number one? I, I don't really think so. I don't think you play a brand of football that naturally lends itself to being like that kind of defense. But do I think this is a top four, top five defense? Of course I do. And I think it could be closer to three and two. I, I, I really think that the hyper on Steve Linton is going to prove to be real. I think you've got Bradford Hunches in the middle causing havoc. I think the linebacker group is going to really show up. I think that the, the secondary is going to be a, a, a tough nut to crack for a lot of coaches when they're scheming and when quarterbacks are trying to push the ball downfield. Are you going to be a shutout defense? No. But are you going to be a very good defense? Yes. And that is what has kept Tech out of the true limelight in the sport for a while. You know, what it, What has been the big hesitation for a lot of folks to really buy into Tech? It's, it's the lack of proven defensive commodity over the years. Offense has been there. You know, last year the offense actually, I think, at times was more of the problem than the defense. And, you know, I think that with the offense, we'll talk about this in our preview, I think with the offense geared for a big step forward, you know, if the defense can continue to grow and get better and become a consistent upper half defense, you're going to be competitive for Big 12 titles in the future. And that future could be this year. I, I sincerely believe there are not many teams on this schedule that are truly better, better than you. And I don't really believe there are that many that are playing better defense than you. You know, that call it overexcitement, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, there's a lot of reason to believe this will be one of the better tech defenses of the last 20 years. And if it is, and it's paired with an offense that, again, I really hope is taking that step forward, you're going to win a lot of football games. 
Now, that's going to take us to the end of our episode here. We're going to keep these previews about 30 minutes each, and we'll have in the future the offensive preview. We're going to start previewing the non-conference, the conference play, the Big 12's expectation standings, all the fun stuff you can imagine. We'll even dive into some position groups for you guys a little bit more in detail as we creep closer to February, uh, September 2nd. Keep your eyes peeled for news regarding changes to the blog um, on, for Viva Matadors. We are moving networks. There's going to be a lot of exciting announcements there. Um, it's not going to impact here at the podcast. That contract is solid, and we'll continue to work with Fans First Network. So you'll continue to see this published wherever you continue to read, listen, or excuse me, listen to podcasts, wherever you tend to enjoy them the most. Google, Apple, Spotify, wherever, you'll find us there. As always, you can DM us on Twitter, respond and um on any post however you want to contact us we ha- we're happy to hear from you if there's one something you want us to focus on let us know these shows are largely are well not largely they are all almost entirely ad lib so if you got a topic slip it in there and i'll throw it to the guys and see if we can surprise them um enjoy the rest of your week this will go out probably uh tomorrow so today is wednesday so thursday so enjoy the weekend as well be looking for future episodes we're back off our off-season hiatus um we're almost there folks the long dry wait is almost over now kendall here is going to join us to talk about the off-season preview for the defense as well he couldn't be with us here tonight um we're almost to the start of the season so stay tuned to listen to kendall we'll be talking to you guys a lot more soon hey guys it's kendall here just to give some thoughts on the defensive side of the ball, you know, what is looking good for Tech. Um, I'm going to start just right off the bat. You know, let's just go right into this. Uh, talking, the first topic is just going to be kind of the defensive line. Um, talking about the defensive line, uh, we have a lot of experience in there. Uh, the talking point of the national media, the talking point of when people talk about the Big 12 and preview the Big 12, is going to be the fact that uh, Tech lost a top 10 draft pick defensive lineman, a pass rusher, probably one of the best players in the nation in Tyree Wilson, but they aren't going to look at what else Tech has to offer in that department. Um, you know, you're returning some vets in uh, Jalen Hutchings, in uh, Tony Bradford, and, you know, we got some dudes, like, Plain and simple. Um, we got guys that are ready to step up. Uh, there's some youth that didn't get much of an opportunity last season to get on the field, or not, not much of an opportunity at least. Uh, but there's going to be guys that are going to have to step up, uh, obviously, in the absence of a guy like Tyree Wilson and a guy that I'm actually going to look at to possibly – step in and fill some sort of role is uh Quincy Ledette a transfer from uh from UL Monroe you know he, that's a smaller school but you know they he he was solid there he wasn't anything crazy but he was able to rack up some sacks uh I think he's going to be a really good depth piece for this defensive line he's a good veteran uh he's bringing in just a lot of experience he's going to be a senior so you know, he's been playing D1 football now for years, so it's a good addition. Um, obviously, there's going to be young guys that are going to look to step up uh, right off the bat as the season gets going, and it's going to be fun to see who breaks out. Uh, it's going to be fun to see who really takes charge and becomes a leader on the defensive front because 
you know, it's a very vital position, especially in the Big 12. Um, Tech obviously uh, had a very up-and-down defensive season last year. There were times where um, our defensive line kind of got pushed around, but there was also times that they looked really, really strong and really asserted some dominance. So I think that really we're just looking to take steps forward. There's a a good chunk of people that are going to think – you know, that because we lost Tyree Wilson, that this defensive line is significantly uh, worse than what it was last season because we lost a top 10 defensive lineman, but that's just not the case. Uh, I think that this team, this defensive line, has the potential to be one of the best defensive lines in the nation. Um, And that's not me just kind of talking it's something I truly believe I think that this is a unit that has the size has the skill to really really take over um in the big 12 now just kind of continuing with this defensive talk uh I'm kind of gonna pivot though I'm not gonna go straight back to the linebackers I want to kind of talk about some defensive backs uh you know the really really good part going into this season just looking at the roster not only do we have depth at defensive back but we have a lot of veteran leadership mixed with some really really good young talent um you know right off the bat you talk about Dadrian Taylor Demerson like he slowly started to break out last year we saw it as the season moved on um And he's really just gotten better every single year of his career. But now he is ready to step up and be basically the guy in the defensive backfield. And I am really excited to see him get out there. Uh, I think he's going to be a playmaker this year. I'm very much looking forward to just what he can bring to the table. Um, But it doesn't stop there. You know, we have quite a few upperclassmen in the defensive backfield uh you know it it's a lot of returning guys really um I'm looking for just really improvement in the defensive backfield in the secondary I think that uh there were so many bright moments last year from the defensive backs but also a lot of areas for improvement there were points in the season where they got torched uh and don't get me wrong that's gonna happen especially when you play in a conference like the big 12 there's a lot of passing going on a lot of downfield stuff so people are gonna get torched but I think defensively like in the with our defensive backs I think this is the most well-rounded group that's been here in a long time um I think that there's going to be some real chances for breakout opportunities also, though, from guys that uh, were taking back seats the past couple years. Um, you know, I I genuinely don't necessarily know what the type of rotation out there is going to be when it comes to the secondary, uh, but I have some confidence that um, Coach McGuire has his guys ready and uh, I'm really excited to see what this group can really bring because I think that there's a lot of potential there. Um, 
But rounding it out, let's talk about just the the linebacking core. You know, this is the second straight year now that there's been some uncertainty uh, with the linebackers. Uh, you know, coming into last season, we had la- lost one of the best linebackers in the nation in Colin Schooler. So uh, it's not as severe to me this year. Uh, obviously going to be leaning on some new guys but the name that not only I'm going to talk about but by the end of the year I think everyone is going to be talking about is Steve Linton uh, the transfer from Syracuse you know four-year player at Syracuse his final year he decides to transfer and comes to Tech Um, you know his first two years he didn't see a ton of time at Syracuse hell his first three years I would say he didn't see a ton of time at Syracuse but Last year, he he really broke out four sacks uh, after really not being that involved the three years prior. Uh, He only had one total sack the three years prior to that, and last year he broke out and had four. Uh, He has some really good prototypical size uh, athleticism for, you know, a top college pass rusher, and I think that he is going to be our main pass rusher. Um I think that he's going to be the guy that really kind of leads the pass rushing group. Um, But the guys that I'm really looking forward to see out there is Josiah Pierre. Uh, He had his moments last year where he looked so damn good. He looked so explosive and so aggressive that uh, I'm really looking forward to watching him play this year. And, uh, you know, Bryce Ramirez, like, how can you not be ready to, to see what he can do after the injury he suffered last year. Like, how could you not root for the guy? I'm looking forward to seeing him come out with a fire. With I'm hoping he really recovered back to 100% because he he didn't even get to show what he could do last year. Uh, And, you know, the year prior to that, he didn't get a lot of opportunity. It was finally his chance to go out there and, uh, and really show what he can do. And he gets hurt against NC State and... It's just heartbreaking, but um, I think that this linebacking core it's gonna it's gonna be a learning experience because while there isn't a lot of in game experience at this level for them, I think that it's a group of guys that is very talented, and it's not due to lack of talent that they don't have a lot of experience. It's just due to the fact that Tech has had a really good flow of linebackers the past couple years going in and out. So um, whether that be due to the transfer portal, NFL draft, whatever, it has been a really good flow of talent at the linebacking spot, and that's not changing this year. I think there's a lot of talent in the linebacking core, Um, I look forward to seeing what this group can do as a whole on the defensive side of the ball. I'm really excited. Uh, As the season gets closer, I'm just, I'm finding myself super excited and uh, ready for the season to start. But uh, yeah, those are my thoughts right now. Um, It was, I'm really looking forward to doing some offensive previews. That's coming up for sure. Um, I'm really disappointed I couldn't be with the guys tonight, but glad I was able to still give my thoughts. And uh, thanks for listening to us and uh, wreck them.